0: Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone.
1: Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, joined by Andy Shea. We'll have Ross Tucker along a little bit later, including Ask Ross. But, Andy, let's start with a review of the news. We're heavy-duty into the offseason, Andy, so not a whole lot going on. But there are a few interesting things that I wanted to hit on. And I think you're the right guy to talk about this first topic because I know you're very much into the high school football. Um, News came out uh, a week or so ago, the PIAA, I guess, had their football playoffs up for bid where they were going to play the state playoffs. Yep. And it appeared Penn State wanted to be, be hosting these games at Beaver Stadium. Now, from the outside looking in, from my my first perspective is, as a Penn State fan, boy, that can't hurt recruiting to have these, a lot of very good players showing up on campus and getting the chance to play at Beaver Stadium. But as a bit of a high school football fan also, I'm not sure how it looks when you have 8,000 fans in a 100,000-plus stadium. And we'll get into the money side of this a little bit later. But first, just wanted to uh, talk to you about having the state playoffs at Beaver Stadium. What were your thoughts on that?
0: So it was something that, it's something that James Franklin's always wanted, right? And I believe this is the first time that Penn State submitted an RFA, uh, an official, you know, request for, RFP, excuse me, request for proposal to host the state football championships. So they threw their hat in the ring. They, they had a, they had a, we will talk about, they had a little bit of a money problem, but they also have a, they have a grass field problem. And this is six games. Remember Pennsylvania is six classifications. I, I'm not sure the, I don't think the a hundred thousand seat and having, you know, six or 8,000 people there. I don't, I don't necessarily think that matters because They've been holding it at Hershey and last year, the entire six games drew about 20,000. So you're talking, you know, three to four K a game max. So, and that was in a 20, you know, 25, 30,000 seat stadium. So I do think the venue is the absolute dream scenario place to have it with it being state college, with it being a college town, destination, football, the stadium, the locker rooms, the whole nine yards, the whole experience, it's the right place. It's just, it, it has a grass field and Pennsylvania runs its state championships way too late into December. And, you know, the cold weather, the state college thing, that's a problem as well. So Penn State had a lot working against it. And so for that matter of fact, did, you know, did Altoona, who put in a very competitive legitimate bid so they decided the the state organization decided to move it to a high school which to me is a step backwards and they're going to go to Cumberland Valley High School which is it's like Cumberland Valley University it's one of those big schools it's making all kinds of upgrades and that's all nice but it's also a high school kind of in the middle of nowhere so it's really not a destination for your state championships but it's the bid they chose.
1: You know, I think we'll we'll just agree to disagree on the I, – I just think it's such a big stadium. I think that is a factor or should be. I, I think that's part of it. But where I do agree with you, Andy, to get these players, still there's a certain wow factor for them to be able to walk into that stadium. And I think for, you know, James Franklin to get elite players – on campus, at Beaver Stadium, you know, perhaps trigger that dream of someday playing in that stadium with a hundred thousand plus fans. It it can't hurt. Now, you flip over mentioning the field and uh, natural grass, of course, at uh, Beaver Stadium. You're right. If people remember a few years ago when they played at Heinz Field, like the Whipple, the uh league for, out for the Pittsburgh area, they destroyed the turf. They had to, It had to be redone. And also look at it this way. You would have six games essentially over a weekend. Penn State typically plays a grand total of seven games on that field a year. So, so a big difference there. But when a decision needed to be made, as so many decisions, it comes down to to money, and uh, let's give credit where it's due. I'm reading from an article from the Altoona Mirror where they uh, found out that Penn State's price tag to use their stadium was $140,000. You know, in comparison, I think Altoona offered up their field for free, and Cumberland Valley— it, it essentially was a couple thousand. It, it was ten grand, but I think some of the local groups were picking up part of that fee, so it was next to nothing. So, if Penn State really wants to have those games played there, you don't do it by charging one hundred forty thousand dollars.
0: No, and and who's gonna you know who's gonna absorb the cost of having to resod the field would have been my first question. I thought Altoona put in. An extremely competitive offer. They had held the state championships at one point back in the mid 90s into like 97 or 98, I think is when the state organization went to Hershey. And, you know, it, it's your state championships. It's, it's okay. You can choose a high school, which would have been, you know, an Altoona it would have been a high school. Is Altoona a destination? No. Is Altoona, kind of in the middle of the nowhere, where as a town it is, but Cumberland Valley's in a little village, you know, sort of in the middle to west end of Cumberland County. It's it's not like, you know, for, for Hershey's shortcomings, it's an old stadium, but they kept the turf updated, and the locker rooms were atrocious, just absolutely atrocious. At least it was a destination, a place to go. You know, you had something around the game other than the game. Man, my my... Concern at Cumberland Valley is like it's. They used to. It was called Cow Valley for a reason because it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's not really a a destination point for your championships. Yes, does it have? Will it have some awesome facilities? And will the turf be good and new? Will they have better locker rooms? Sure, but it's still at the end of the day. It's just you're having your state championships at a high school stadium. Step back. Well,
1: again, to differ differ with you just a little bit on this, when you talk about a destination area, I'm not sure people who go to these games, depending on the time of day for the game, are there to spend the weekend or even be overnight. And if they do stay overnight, it's just get me a hotel and, you know, I'm going to go to the game the next day. So... Anyway, I think it's interesting that Penn State put in a bid that they wanted it, but let's just face it, if they're going to be charging six figures and other people are doing it for four figures, it's, it's a much different beast and not a surprise that they weren't chosen. Um, one other news item I wanted to hit on quickly with you, Andy, is we've got the combine going on. Penn State has an interesting crew going in. Just wanted to ask you, what, what are you looking for most at the Combine from the Penn State players?
0: I'm looking for them to meet the expectations that, you know, the former head strength coordinator, Dwight Galt, says that some of these guys can do. Like Penn State is one of those schools that sort of lets the NFL scouts know what they can expect from their guys when they test at Combines and Pro Days. And they kind of sort of deliver on that, right? So it's, they're not a great mystery school. So you know, some of the a couple of these guys are, you know, a little bit of freaks. Jahan Dotson has become, as a receiver, just beyond his film. Just watch his film, and you know why he's a, a high round draft prospect. But I expect them to test well. I they have a history of it, and I think a good number of them have the capacity to do that in one way, shape, or form. I think there's they're not all at the Combine, but I think Penn State this year has what I consider nine legitimate NFL prospects, and I think there's five or six of them at the Combine. I'm sorry I don't know that exact number off the top of my head, but I I expect them to test well, and the one I'm watching the most, because I think he's going to probably do a little bit tester- better testing than anybody else is Brandon Smith, the linebacker. And, you know, I'm, I'm 50, 50 guy on him as an NFL high end prospect, but in terms of the combine and that testing process, I expect him to light it up. I really do. I mean, he's, he's got all of these skills. It's just, there's some elements of the football side of it that when you put the tape in and watch him play the football game that don't, sort of match up with that so but in terms of being a, a freak in testing keep an eye on him and see what he does because he's going to probably dare I say it improve his draft stock or has the greatest opportunity to improve his draft stock through the combine pro day process
1: it's always great Penn State fans I think love when their players do well in the combine it can't hurt recruiting But the other aspect to this is when a player seemingly outperforms his showing on the field with what he does at the combine, and I suspect that's what we're going to hear after the combine and and Brandon Smith tests well, gee, why didn't we see that on the field? The two guys, and their obvious choices, though, that I'm looking at are – Jaquan Brisker and Jahan Dotson. As you mentioned, Dotson, I think we all know, great player. I'm not sure he ever gets enough credit for how fast he is. And the expectation is he'll run the 40 and the four threes. And that will put to rest any thought about him not being really fast. And the other guy, Jaquan Brisker, who one of my favorite players, tremendous safety he's incredible but what I didn't realize either is this is another guy who could possibly run in the four threes yep that's amazing for a safety Andy
0: yeah he's he's not only straight line fast and he's gonna impress there but I think where he'll stand out is the combination of the straight line speed his shuttle time will be really really impressive because his his footwork is outstanding and His bench will be important for him as well because at his height and weight and the the way he plays the game, he's going to be able to show the strength they're looking for. Yeah, everyone's paying attention to the 40, but I think where Jaquan Brisker is going to sort of tip the scale is the combo of, okay, yeah, he's straight line fast, but he's also going to run an outstanding shuttle time, and I think he's going to be able to show some strength on the bench that's going to surprise some people. And I think the combo of that, and then you just put the tape in and watch him play football. And the combo of all those is going to be it.
1: Yeah, he'll uh, check all the boxes. I think he really will. That is it for quarter number one. Stick around. We got Ross coming in for quarter number two. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right, you can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.